0: We'd be out searching for that treasure, sailing the seven seas on a five-year mission, boldly going where no man has gone before. Say, that's catchy. Everybody all around.
1: that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Bretherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua Johnson, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Tiepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Dano Pugatch, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, and my new patrons Zach Fick and the Deadliest Cashers. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to Patreon.com/GeocashTalk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, uh, I'm going to mention the book one more time. I'm not going to mention it every week, but here's the book. I'm showing it on the screen for the audio people to show. Um, You know, it's a fun book, and like I mentioned last week, the good thing about this book is is that um, it's good for geocachers to read, but also it's sort of created in such a way that you could hand it to a non-geocacher and um, they would really enjoy learning about the adventure and sport that we call geocaching. Well, let's jump right into show number 36 for Sunday, February 12th, as I welcome my friends Josh and Liz Wilson, Peanuts or pretzels. Welcome back to the show.
2: Hi, Hi. thanks for having us.
1: You bet. Uh, we um, it's kind of funny, we did. Cash and Re- when I was on Cash and Release with Michael, we, we I had you guys on. I was sick, so I missed the show. But I know you got I got to see it later on. Y'all had uh, y'all did a great job with with Michael. That was a fun fun show to watch. And then I was like, I gotta have them on. And, and what can I do? And so we did the podcast of Hope, mm-hmm. and um, it was fun having uh, you guys on uh for podcast of hope and talking about things and so we're gonna try not to repeat things we did that night because we got a lot of cool uh new stuff to talk about. Sort of new and kinda old because we got some things that you guys want to talk about that I would say old, but there's there they're geocaches you guys have found that are hasn't uh, been talked
2: about. Yeah right. we have time, we to, haven't talk had about time it. to share <laughs> or time right. to write it, time to
0: well, We hardly remember where we've been <laughs> or where we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly. Right. Well, that's the good part about uh, finding geocaches. You go. It's like a diary.
2: I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you go back through and you can go.
2: Oh, hey, and yeah. that's what we did before the show. And
1: yeah, yeah, and we were looking today, at our right. old
2: pictures under our profile and I'm <laughs> like, wow. I forgot about
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to write about that. I mean, we honestly, we haven't had a chance to write about a lot of this stuff yet. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're looking forward to now in the next couple months is catching up on some of that and sharing it with everyone.
1: Yes, because we got some cool ones we're going to talk about tonight. So well, let's start first with kind of an update because um, uh, uh, Josh is wearing Colorado Avalanche oh, hoodie. So... <laughs> Which would seem to indicate to me that you're living in Colorado somewhere.
2: Yes, yes. That we are. We, uh, we finally decided to unpack the backpacks in Denver, Colorado. And so Liz and I, we have a house near downtown Colorado, a beautiful neighborhood, like walking distance to food, shopping, and friends, and, and all that good stuff. So yeah
0: nice to take a break and unpack the backpacks they were getting a little heavy there at the end
2: mentally and physically
1: <laughs> yeah you know um, how long what was the what was the what was the tally on your on Asia trip number one we'll call it
0: well yeah this one um it was supposed to initially it was supposed to be around the world but we ended up going all around Asia and back because we spent so much time there so it was about two and a half years
1: Wow that's yeah. awesome.
2: yeah it was a different place <laughs> from when we left two and a half years ago to come back home. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy to think that we weren't in America for that long of a time. It was very,
0: um, Josh had a little bit of culture shock when we came back, but for me, I, I honestly felt like it, we had never left. It's very weird. It almost feels like a surreal dream that we were gone for that long. Right. Uh, but then we also look at the, the route and think, Oh, we end up thinking about all the places we didn't go.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: We think, oh, we wanted to go there. How could we not have time? We were gone in two and a half years, so we didn't have time to go there. But we really did go to so many other amazing places.
1: So it's you, pretty awesome. You, you did. I mean, we were starting to make a list uh, before the show started of uh, places. So, you lived in China for a while. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. How long do you think roughly was the stay in China?
2: Uh, we were there for about, we, we were teaching in Guangzhou, China, which is about a little little north of Hong Kong. Uh, so we're, we're South China. Uh, we taught for about 15 months there. So over a year we were living there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we traveled about six months before and we had been around in like Thailand and um, we, we were also in Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, New Zealand, and Australia. Um, and we also spent a little bit of time in Myanmar also, just a, a short trip. And then we went to China, and we decided to, to stick around there for a little over a year teaching. Uh, and then after that, we continued to travel for about another 10 months or so after we left China.
1: Okay, right. And that's, yeah, we're going to get into that. I'm just making a note in the chat room for everyone. Everyone in chat to ask any questions that you would want to ask the lovely couple here. Now, how long have you been married? We've, uh, it's, I know, put, um, I'm, I, I, no, 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 you don't answer, Liz. <laughs> oh,
2: don't that's pressure now. No, uh, I'm the one that probably always remembers more than her. Um, oh, that's okay. Well,
0: uh, I think it was 2012 we got married.
2: 2012?
0: We got married in October 2012. So that would be what, a little over four years now? Yeah, we'll come
2: we're having our fifth and there's talks about uh another Key West trip this year, maybe. So sweet. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah, so coming up right on five years. And we're also coming up on our five year caching anniversary, which you did not know about.
1: No. Oh, wow. yeah,
2: uh, February twenty-fifth is when we uh signed up and got our official like profile for right. Geo. Five years? So it was right when we yeah,
0: no, right. it was when we were dating.
1: Yeah, so six years. I don't yeah, know.
0: maybe it was like six years actually.
1: Okay. Oh boy. Double we'll Might that. be a six, six years. Six years. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah no, because like, cashing because we were up. we were fairly newly dating when we started caching because that was kind of the thing we started doing to, to spend yeah. time together.
1: Right.
0: Uh, Josh had come up with it, and we were still kind of dating. And uh, you know how it is when you're dating someone like you want to have, find something to do. You know, you yeah. don't want to. Like, yeah go shopping or go to the movies every day. But this is one of the reasons we, we, we really enjoyed hanging out with each other is we would go caching and on little, like, weekend trips and yeah. hiking and all this yeah. kind of stuff. something for us to do together.
2: Yeah. Those are, yeah, six,
1: awesome. Yeah. Uh, so coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Niles in the um, chat room asked about what's your most interesting uh, geocache, and It's like, wow. We are going to look at a bunch of them tonight. Which, uh, But I guess you kind of think of what is your most – Interesting, but we're going to talk about um, all over. We're going to talk about um, Macau mm-hmm. and New Zealand. Let's let's we'll go down the list. So, um, in my notes, I have uh, Hong Kong and Macau. So, those are some places that you found uh, caches initially, and then Hong Kong was interesting. We talked about because China's internet is a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Yeah to make it nice. So you'd, you'd run over to Hong Kong periodically for uh, better internet, but you'd also yeah. find geocaches in Hong Kong.
2: Yeah. Well, Hong Kong turned out to be kind of like our geo, that was our geocaching community. Cause there is a really big geocaching community in Hong Kong. Yeah, really they would put active. on events every month and really cool caches. I mean, you cannot go anywhere in Hong Kong too many places and not find a cache.
0: And it's a, awesome place to visit anyway there's so much to do but for a cacher too i mean it is overflowing with geocaches yeah cool cool
2: creative one too uh creative caches as well um multi caches like it's a great community so we were more than happy to jump into that community (laughs) uh so we we went down there quite a bit from our our home in guangzhou which is about an hour or so away from hong kong so we spent a lot of weekends in hong kong caching and exploring the beaches and hiking and
1: Cool. All kinds of stuff. Um, before we get off of Guangzhou, you mentioned what's the Guangzhou Goonies. Now, what, yeah. is, what is the Guangzhou Goonies?
2: Well, a, a special shout out to our, our friends back in Guangzhou, the Guangzhou Goonies. I mentioned that Hong Kong was our community, but right when we left, uh, we're leaving to pack and say bye to China for a little while. A community got started in Guangzhou uh, thanks to the Guangzhou Goonies, who started placing really cool, creative caches.
0: They had just around gotten Guangzhou. into it. Yeah, they had just gotten into it. It was a family, um, and he's from the states, yeah. right? And his wife is, is from China, um, or maybe she started in the states. I can't remember. But they had a they had a little family too, and they had just gotten started with geocaching, and he was really loving it for the creative aspect of hiding. He was just. All into the awesome hide, right. and awesome. so we had found. A, yeah, and
2: then he realized to find. Yeah, we found we had a first to find
0: in Guangzhou. And, we were so excited because there hadn't been any yeah. caches there,
2: and it was our first mainland China first to find. So I, I contacted the owner and said, "Thanks for hiding." Right, and we called him. We're like, he's like, "Oh, you're you know peanuts or pretzels," and we're like, "Yeah, and <laughs> thanks so, for the cash." Right. And then. And then um, so anyway, we ended up meeting up, and he 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 hey,
0: started that whole group. Yeah, he started.
2: He he uh, made sure that we went to a few of his caches before we left town, and we did, and got to have a, a nice coffee and everything with the family, and
0: we went and had dinner with some yeah, of the cachers it was too. Really, it was really but it cool. was a blast. It was a blast. But he was on a mission to put a ton of caches all over Guangzhou. It was a oh. it was just a couple weeks before we left, so we found a few of them, but we were really excited to see that a lot. of more
1: cool caches were being hidden around that area when yeah. we go back in the future. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I, I, we've talked about before that geocaching Guangzhou was a little rough because there just wasn't mm-hmm. much around there. So, um, so you did um, kind of a, when well, you left China and you kind of lived in a couple different places, like for a month for, mm-hmm. or, or a few weeks. So, you spent a little time in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, we were in New Zealand um, a little before uh, before China. Yeah, we we had gone. Oh, to okay and Australia also. But after China, we did a lot of traveling, too. We dipped Mm -hmm. out of China for a while, spent some time in Thailand and and Laos, which we loved Laos, and we had some great times there. Um, We spent some time uh, in Malaysia and Indonesia also, found some great caches there. And then we went back up through China again to go to some areas because it's so big, uh, to go to he hadn't been to before and that's when we went up to Tibet and things so yeah,
1: yeah. which we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that one too but go go ahead uh, Josh where you go
2: yeah so it was uh, it was it was pretty cool like we would just really stay our visa at each place and yeah either and rent rent an apartment or uh, Airbnb or something and mm-hmm. you know just kind of move from place to place and you know every 28 days or so we would kind of go
0: to the next
2: figure day. out where we where would want to go next and where to explore next and it was uh, it was a cool way to live, but it could be very tiring at the same time. After but. a
0: while, like we said, we talked about the backpacks getting heavy. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> how we started to feel towards the end. We're like, oh, kind of kinda overhauling the backpack again. <laughs> we yeah. kind of spread the travel days. And it was it started to get a little hard too, because we were having such a great time exploring these new places. And as you would imagine. And you tend to find little things that you want to buy. You know, you go in the market. Markets are fun and exciting to explore while you're there. And I like
2: to shop. That's right.
0: (laughs) But it was hard because our backpacks were getting really full and they're getting really heavy of stuff that we'd accumulated. And over the course of our trip, we had sent some packages home to our family to try to empty out the backpacks and periodically went over but we Uh knew we just couldn't keep living like that and just sending stuff home to our family and at the same time we didn't really have a a place to put it because we'd gotten rid of our home and everything in the state so it's kind of it's not as exciting to to buy little souvenirs when you have nowhere to put it or display it so it kind of took the fun out of a little bit and we kind of started to miss having a home base to like take out because we couldn't even remember what we bought and what we sent home.
2: Yeah. When we came back, it was like Christmas. It's for been us. like
0: Christmas. Like Christmas <laughs>
1: times. Every time
0: we open a new box, we're like, what is this? And we can't even remember where we got it from. Sometimes. Wow.
1: <laughs> Just a, a neat, you know, um, you guys realize that, I mean, this is something that not everybody can do or even that they a lot of people don't have the, they're, I don't know if the fear is a thing, but it's like they don't, they feel like maybe, and that's something I think that would be good for you guys to share is that, um, you know, obviously you did it. You're back. You know, you, you, you survived it. Um, um,
2: you got some scars from different places. <laughs> well, yeah, you broke some a leg.
0: A some you can see, some <laughs>
1: right. you can ask. <laughs> Liz, Liz broke her leg and it was in China when you broke it, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a lot of scars here, oh here, and yeah, I'm a klut.
1: <laughs> but, but you survived. It. So I guess yep. what I'm saying is that, um, maybe it's not as scary, or, or yeah, you
2: you, you, you mm-hmm. know, Gary, I, I think I, I think I know where you're heading with it. I think um, for anything for, you know, you may not have a lot of time or opportunity or whatever, but you need to make the most out of it and <laughs> opportunity doesn't always come around, mm-hmm. you know? And so we, we decided as a married couple, just married that to take the opportunity now because yeah. we don't know what tomorrow would, would bring or yeah. two years, five years from now. I think, and it, yeah. it's, it was really, it was great because we did survive and it was like those little senses of accomplishments, like give you an example. I, I rode the bus from Guangzhou to Hong Kong. And I was the only foreigner on there. And I, I got my ticket there, everything. It was all in a different language. And riding there by myself, I was like, you know, I did this. Yeah. You know, I can do this. Right. You know, imagine what else I can do.
0: Yeah. You know? Absolutely. There's those little accomplishments. And, and, I, and to your point, I think they're – there's, there's a couple kinds of fear. There's the fear that if you get to a country, you don't know the language and stuff like that. How am I going to survive? But then there's also the fear of sort of leaving because here in the States we're sort of taught, you know, you, you go to school, then, you know, you get a job and you get a house and a family and all these things. That's just more stability. And it's almost kind of scary to leave some of that stability because we're sort of taught that's what you should sort of strive for. Right. Um, and that was hard for us. And while we, it's totally understandable and not everyone could pick up if you have kids or other commitments, you know, but it's, it's really more possible than a lot of people think because, um, you know, there are ways to earn money, like teaching English or doing other things, or if you just want to save up and take a gap year. Um, a lot of countries have this whole concept of a gap year that we don't have in the States, Hmm. like in Australia a lot of kids who when they graduate university it's very it's a tradition almost for them to take a year or two and go travel the world sort of find themselves have these experiences and it kind of helps them develop into that person when they go back and then they're ready to get a job and a house right. and, um, and there's a new trend where a lot of people are doing that sort of in their 30s now in the States maybe they graduate they go work for a while and then they realize you know what? I want to take an adventure um, and I think people are scared because if they're leaving a job, maybe they feel like they can't get another job in the future. Um, so, of course, everyone has to to weigh, you know, how comfortable they are with taking that risk. Yeah. But for us, sort of back to Josh's point with time, we ultimately decided that we could always make money, but we could
1: never not, not always
0: make time.
1: Yes, exactly. So, you never
0: know. so we decided that we would go ahead and just, you know, quit the jobs, sell all of our possessions, get rid of the townhouse, all that stuff, and go travel for a few years and we'll just come back when we're ready and you know, see whatever else happens at that. And I feel like now we've actually proven that to ourselves that we mm-hmm. can. We survived. We, we survived being with each other 24-7 for
2: <laughs>
0: almost three years. Yes.
2: <laughs> and
0: in another country where sometimes he was the only person that spoke English. I
2: could understand. Or the only sure. person
0: Literally talked to for months on end sometimes, but we survived it. Our relationship did. And I kind of feel like we could handle anything that comes our way now. Like we that's could be awesome. back in the middle of a foreign country and we would survive. So it's very empowering in that way.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, y'all are such a cute couple. And, and uh,
2: that's what I was telling our friends like <laughs> the other day, actually. It was like we gambled on ourselves and yeah, we no, gambled on that we're going to be okay. And we, I feel like several years from leaving Atlanta, leaving our jobs and the most brilliant people in the world on random places in the world. And, God, yeah. and, um and then coming back and now we're here in Denver, yep. we've enriched ourselves more than we could have in the two and a half years of staying here. And, you know, I feel yeah. like I'm, um, 50 years wiser yeah. <laughs> you know, by being able to go out and have these experiences and being lost in China and not speaking the language to, just, you know, finding our, just enjoying the riverside or yeah. just hanging out with locals. People would want to come up and talk to us and, yeah. you know, just experiencing different cultures and learning different languages, you know, mm-hmm. Um Dash- you know, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's empowering to your, yeah, to, yeah. Yourself. To, to yourself. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, very <laughs> good.
1: Very good. And, and uh, geocaching, geocaching in other countries. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go some of them. We're going to talk about some of these geocaches. So let me. Yeah. That was, uh,
2: you know, when we travel, geocaching is always on on our radar. It helps us find out things to do and
1: places to, places
2: to go and all that fun stuff and adventures to have. and. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't really know what order we're going to do week. here, but that's okay. Um, we're going we're gonna to come back to this uh, later, your blog, which is yeah. fabulous. I love the new video. We'll talk about that in a minute. Come, okay. Enough of that, Gary. Back over. Okay. Um, I don't know what you want to talk about first. We're just going to grab the first one over here. So this was an earth EarthCast you did in... New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Yes.
2: So I've told Liz that my last resting place is going to be in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> that's, that is, he that's heaven on earth. It really is. Uh, the natural beauty, the earth caches, the, <laughs>
1: air. the
2: fresh air, awesome. the, the penguin crossing signs, yeah. you know,
1: awesome.
2: <laughs> you know, you're out there. If you're seeing <laughs> penguin crossing signs, um, <laughs> awesome.
1: So this one, and we, we, we joked about earth caches beforehand. Um, uh, that it, uh, cuz uh Josh loves earth caches so uh. yeah I do too. yeah awesome. <laughs> but um this one uh sounds fascinating um pancakes in Aust- in in Aust- in New Zealand
0: yeah it's um Punikake National or park uh, one, of, one of their national parks there and it has this like the picture you're showing now yeah. it's the- fascinating geological formation where it the rocks this. have so many layers and they all just look like pancakes and yeah. they look like awesome. pieces that are going to come apart. It's crazy. Um, but the erosion has done some really wild things and they have walkways and bridges and pathways that you could kind of go all around them. And there's some blow holes where some of the ocean has come in and then the pressure sort of builds up and it yeah. blows out.
2: Right. Um, and that right there, Gary, that's deep. And like on the other side is really oh, yeah. deep, uh, Right. Deep yeah, the ocean and the wow. blowholes that Liz was talking about. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So really cool. It's right on the coast. Yeah.
2: Like that's a good shot. Yeah, that's yeah. A good shot. Amazing. Yeah. But, and all that, the, the rock is all pancake rock.
0: Yeah. Just all the way down there. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. You can see them. Yeah. You can see the layers, even on that yeah.
2: side. That was a really cool earth cache. And it's, it's, on the mm-hmm, cool mm-hmm. part of the coast, I
0: think. It's This is on the South Island of New Zealand, which is probably the most scenic. Um, that's really where we spent all of our time was a South Island. Right. And that's along the West Coast. And everyone that we talked to in New Zealand, um, all the locals, when well, we asked them where we should go and what to do, they all said drive the West Coast of the South oh,
1: Island. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. It,
0: it is the most quintessential New Zealand. You'll see everything. And, yes, and yes. so we highly recommend anyone that goes there to drive that west side of the South Island. Um, and you'll pass right by um, the Pancake Rocks Park. Oh, uh, and cool. stop off there, and, and then there's some glaciers and all other sorts of stuff down That's there. That's
1: awesome. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: um,
1: New Zealand is somewhere I really want to go. Because yeah. that was because the Lord of the Rings was uh, all filled <laughs> there. It,
2: literally, when whenever you can drive for hours and see just breathtaking landscapes and not see a single soul for hours, right? And all you see the sheep out, out the people, <laughs> sheep. You're in a good spot,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> nothing but good things to say about New Zealand it's fantastic we we can't wait to go back we Mm -hmm. rented an RV when we were there and that's really the way to go if you can um, because Mm -hmm. they have uh, they're very open for camping so you can just park the RV really anywhere and, and you can camp so we slept next to waterfalls next to the ocean next to glacier lakes hiking up on glaciers and it was just incredible. So Very it's cool. highly recommended trip for anyone that could possibly get there. It's just oh,
1: yes. amazing. All right. Well, we've got to go, Susan. We're going to, we're going to New Zealand. Um, okay. Let's jump over to this one. Uh, there's so many we, we, we could go on for, we'd go on this, all night. This is in Laos. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. This, this is cool. probably one of our favorite waterfalls that we, got to see I think we, yeah, we, we spent a lot duties, of time at Quang Quang See.
0: Yeah, this is we we've been to a number of waterfalls that are pretty amazing, but this one is just outside Long Prabang, Lao. And That's um unbelievable.
2: Which is the yeah, north yeah. north part of Lao.
0: Yeah kind of in the north part. And um we were so blown away. We rented a motorbike. You could take day tours out here, but we decided just to rent a motorbike and go for a drive because it is very peaceful, beautiful drive through the countryside. Um, very easy to get to by bike. And when we arrived at the waterfalls. They were just gorgeous. And you yeah. can, there's a hiking trail. You could hike all the way up to the top if you want to. Um, a little strenuous at parts, but it's really cool up there. Um, you know, you just have yeah. to keep your eye out for spiders that are the size of your head.
2: <laughs>
0: right. And like this
2: guy, you can <laughs> see, you can go swimming. You can swim. Yeah, sure.
0: you can go swimming. And we had so much fun that day that we turned around and went back the next day. Guess,
1: <laughs> now that's cool.
0: We loved it there.
1: Yeah. it's awesome. All right.
2: And we love Laos. Laos is like one of the, I think it's the hidden gem of Southeast
1: Asia, I feel mm-hmm. like.
2: Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time in Laos.
1: Very, so not Lao, right? Not Laos, but Lao. Very cool. yeah,
0: yeah. They kind of use it in different like context. Yeah, you
2: kind of hear different a little everywhere. Yeah.
1: This is and again, we're jumping around. Kind of, we're going through sort of a melange of different geocaches you guys did over there. But very cool. So we're going to jump to this one. This is in Indonesia. It's called the Holy Spring Temple. And we this, were this of,
2: might be one of Liz's favorite Earth caches. I think because she had. I yeah. I had a blast. We both had a blast here, um, but yeah, I should probably tell you.
0: Well, we actually we went to this one twice, also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Indonesia is Indonesia is a very fascinating country, but this was in on the island of Bali, um, which is popular for tourists. So it's it's easier for people to get there, um, and it has a lot of infrastructure for tourists. But um, the the Balinese. Uh, Religion and history is very fascinating. It's a combination of sort of ancient, sort of animistic kind of religions with uh, Hindu, okay. all this other stuff.
1: So yeah, a, a lot of a lot of Hindu. I think a lot of people don't when they think Indonesia, they think uh, Muslim, but actually uh, Bali is almost exclusively. I mean, yeah. n- nothing, nothing's yeah. cl- exclusive, but a v- it's very Hindu. Uh, it, it, it or, is. but
0: it's a different kind of Hindu. It, yeah. Uh, Uh, you know, then like what you see in in India, it's, it's much. Kind of an older kind of hinduism and it's, it's it's very fascinating but they have a number of temples um we loved going to some of the shows and watching the dances and the music they do right. all the time but this particular temple it's a holy spring temple um there's a big spring that comes up out of the ground and then they they um have the water arranged so it flows into these the picture you're showing has multiple spouts and each spout is for a different purpose or a different kind of blessing and so people will in their, their clothes because it's very conservative. You keep clothes on. You go in there and you sort of do like a little ritual, bathing yourself under each one of those spouts yeah, to like get that. that particular blessing. And this is fresh spring water right out of the ground, so it feels so crisp and so wonderful. Um, so you can just go in there with the locals and just sort of you know bathe yourself. I think that's right. You spring. can see Liz
2: right there. In that one. Oh
0: yeah, that's my. I'm like in the middle <laughs> there. What's right there?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah that's me. So you'll see people doing like a little, a, a little kind of prayer or whatnot. And you know, obviously you don't have to be Hindu or anything. Sure. It's just really what you want to get out of it. And it's a very, it's a very uh, spiritual experience for anyone. Um, just you kind of take a moment, everyone's kind of really quiet, just sort of doing their own thing and going from spout to spout, um, sort of, you know, bathing in this fresh spring water. And it mm-hmm. was just such a rejuvenating experience and we loved it so much that we actually went back twice during that our steam in Bali because yeah. it was just wonderful.
2: And It was really cool that the locals are very open to letting foreigners try their culture and customs and I think that was one thing Gary that was really like amazing to see and experience in was how country. open other countries were to letting us experience their religion and their culture and like the Holy Springs in the you know, we had uh, locals there, like, showing us how to do it mm-hmm. and everything like that. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I get chills when I think of stuff like that because yeah. I was there and it happened to us. But, you know, stuff like that that, you know, makes traveling and yeah. seeing all the cool places worth it.
0: Yeah. And and even in Thailand, you know, we'd have people give us food so that we can give to the monks and get blessings. And right. so in, in so many of these cultures and these different countries, we were just – taken aback at how well we were treated and how people were so like welcoming and had such a smile and wanted to share their culture with us so much. And they wanted to help, you know, show us how to do the offering or show us how to do the prayer. And and so that was really, really nice to experience.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that uh, a lot of people in, at least in the US, we don't think about that uh, and I've I've always heard that so many of these cultures they're they they they're so and if you watch different shows if you watch either like I watch Expedition Unknown with Josh mm-hmm. Gates like, yeah. yeah love that one or you know when Andrew Zimmern goes uh, you know he, he travels the world and does his little um, you know um, you mean the weird
0: stuff <laughs> yeah
1: but it's not always sometimes he'll just do a destination yeah. But, He when he visits these people, they're always so friendly, and you know, like you said, they're very. And it seems like in the U.S., we need to be. I think overall, we all need to be better at um, being welcoming to the the you know different people visiting because it seems like um, people you know people come here and they may struggle with the language or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I and I can tell you credit.
2: I can tell you, we didn't have cameras with us, so. They didn't treat us well because they wanted to be on camera. Right. <laughs> they, they, they treated us well because we were two foreigners that wanted to know more about their culture. And,
0: and you, know, uh, you know, it was the, really cool. One of the biggest questions we got a lot from people is, like, w- why why would you want to come see us? <laughs> why yeah. would you come here? Because yeah. they think, you know, you're, you're from the States or you're from wherever. And, you know, why would you want to come to my part of the world? I'm just You have the Grand Canyon. Island. Why do you want yeah. to yeah. I'm just, I'm just a small island, you know, because so many of them have never left. But they're so happy to get to show you what what they have and what they've, you know, their culture. And that's something that Josh and I talked about a lot. We There were so many times when we were the only foreigners among all these locals in another country where maybe we didn't know the language. Maybe we were having a hard time counting out the money or trying to figure out how to, to navigate the the, the transportation. Um, mm-hmm. Easily, people could have been you know not helpful. They could have ignored us or been rude to us. But people went out of their way all the time to help us and make us feel so welcome, help us when we were maybe trying to to look on our phones how to say something or even just miming what we needed yeah. in the door. They were always so willing to help us. And sometimes we felt... Like, maybe we felt kind of bad thinking that if they were in our country, maybe people wouldn't be so uh, forgiving, you know, and, and kind of helping if they don't know. Because we didn't know a lick of these languages a lot right. of times. Just, like, a couple words. That was it. Right. So it was really quite an experience, though. People were just so friendly everywhere.
1: Awesome. Let's, 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 let's say let's that say one. Let's that go one. this one.
2: Oh, uh, this is where it started. <laughs>
0: <When Josh> is one Josh's <laughs> favorite of all time. Yeah,
2: this was our true, like, this was my, I felt like I had my whip on. I had my <laughs> Dr. Jones hat. We were going to go uh, find us a treasure and down in Anchor Wat in Cambodia. Yeah. 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 This is what really did s- stir it up where it was like, wow, we can we can find cool adventures like this, like, all oh, around Josh. the world. Yeah. And, um Yeah. That's a cool picture. Look at all the, uh, the carving. Yeah, it's really. We didn't even get to see all that. We were like, we were, we were mad dash go in and find it and head out.
0: Well, Josh was afraid there was a panther following us in the jungle there. I thought
2: there was something there. (laughs) That's
0: where we we took that one off the beaten path in Angkor Wat to get to this temple, and um, we kind of had to go on a side trail that wasn't marked. The temple was really crumbling down. So it really felt like that. It wasn't well, it wasn't
2: on the map for people to go find. Yeah,
0: it wasn't on the tourist map and there was nobody else there besides us. Oh, um, wow. but it was one of the coolest experiences we had. Um, I know we've talked about it previously and we have a blog post about yeah, it, but and, it yeah, is yeah. still like the most iconic cash for yeah, us. Yeah,
2: Anchor Wat, Cambodia is what yeah. we're talking about. And it was uh, it was amazing. It really was what started our our adventures like wanting to do more with Geocaching around the world for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there it is. That's a good picture of it right there. (laughs) Yeah, it's so it's crumbling. There in the middle, (laughs) in the very center. You gotta find it though in the jungle in Cambodia. (laughs) But if you do, it'll be it'll be worth it. I think that still compares to not. That's not number one on our list. Number number one was recent though. (laughs) We can do that here in
1: a minute. This is one of the two places.
2: Yeah, that was one uh, our friends, Guangzhou Goonies, are watching after <laughs> us. We, we lived in this uh, park behind, um, well, we didn't live in the park, but <laughs> <laughs> we lived in Guangzhou. There was a mall, and behind the mall was a park. And we used to walk around there every day, and there was no geocaches near where we were. And so we wanted to leave one in our old neighborhood in China uh so whenever uh my old teachers and they still they take their students over there sometimes to go find it and yeah. um yeah, so that was the that was our first physical cache that we left, yeah. and um we have someone watching that after
1: yeah, that's the old neighborhood yes. watching it watching after it for us yeah wow, that's awesome, yeah, you know uh many memories let's see do they have no trying right really doesn't do that. We've, we've talked about we talked about our, the internet in in china's a little can be a little wonky yeah, yeah. they're not fans yeah. of google they're not fans of google yeah. that's for sure
2: yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, and, and you know even the satellites sometimes with uh the reception of the satellites were
0: yeah
2: like yeah. you would constantly always be 200 to 300 feet off right. um which it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot if you're going for geocaching. <laughs> that's,
1: that's true. Yeah.
0: We had a, yeah Talk we had about a
2: 16-foot radius, now 300-foot radius is a little, a little different, you know?
1: That's like the old days, Josh, <laughs> back in 2006, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, back when they didn't count down the feet. Yes.
1: Zero. Oh, yeah, no, there was none of that going on back then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, let's see, where should we go? Should we go, let's go to the website? Um, let's do that because I love it. And you know, people have mentioned in the in the chat room. We'll, go, we'll pull the chat room up with the chat room. There's the chat room. Hey. Oh hey everybody. Um, hey, everybody. um great blog. Uh, Ed mentioned, a great blog, a favorite of mine. It is a favorite of mine oh, too. Thank you. Interesting caching would be that big in Hong Kong. Glad I'm not listening this one into my car yeah you're right ed because you're missing out if you're listening to the car well if you're listening to the in the car you need to uh you know come back and actually look at the video sometime but um memphis mafia asked if you had to pick one place to travel that you haven't already visited where would you like to go Ooh, Ooh,
2: there's been talks about africa lately i
0: was just Um, gonna mention that yeah
2: yeah uh i think we I got to mark off one of our big bucket list caches in Asia, which is the Roof of the World cache, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But like my other one would be, it would have to be Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa. In Africa, I want to take my big butt up there.
1: to <laughs> traipses up there. You know, there's a geocache. Of course, there's always a geocache. Oh yeah, there, there is. At, at le- there least at least
2: a goal. You know, something there to to this motivate. Like there is. All right.
0: We'll add it to the list yeah,
1: that's awesome
0: I was gonna say maybe like Victoria Falls and yeah Africa. that would be right. that's a great that's a you great know, earth cache I,
1: too. I, yeah.
0: I've just always wanted to go there and of course a really cool earth cache we've established how much we love earth caches well. well there's also what cool. the
2: the death falls you know where yeah you can, the I know Devil's yeah falls. yeah
0: you can like swim in there right on the edge yeah. of the fall
2: I don't know about that
0: <laughs> I might do that actually.
1: Uh, if you tied me up really good, just in, case. Put her in there. Yeah, just so she don't fall. Yeah, because she's had some problems. She's she's already like we talked about before about breaking your leg in China. That's-
0: <laughs> I wish I could say some that was cool, like hanging over some waterfalls, but right. so like, sadly, it? it, it's not a moment of pride for me.
1: The story <laughs> is not a great. Yeah, let's yeah. We'll leave it. Yeah, I told you it up. Yeah, over the years, Liz, you can have changed that story up. It's like. I know. We were out in the jungles. <laughs> yeah. jungles <laughs> of Vietnam. Of, of, of Borneo and uh, we were we were being chased by natives. No. Um okay. Um Yeah, let's go back to let's do let's talk about the blog. Um while I'm showing the blog, kind of talk about um bring the blog up. Wait, when did when did you guys really start uh, cuz this has been around now for yeah um years so talk yeah. a little bit about the blog and then we'll talk about the, the i love the video that you got here in the, <laughs> when did you guys start this
0: i want to say i think it was in the spring of like 2013
1: yep okay yeah and it really
2: liz really got it going and 2012
0: or 2013
2: honestly i can't okay. remember what was. yeah liz liz i got it going because liz has been traveling with her family for years and years and saving money and all her friends finally was telling her, you know, put it, put it somewhere. I won't, you know, put it on a blog, put it on a website, put it somewhere.
0: People have been telling me. "Start a blog." Yeah. Like
2: 10 yeah. Years so she, she started it and was like, I want to contribute. How can <laughs> I right. contribute? And yeah. then that's where geocaching came in. And yeah, my was, first story yeah. I wrote was about the, uh, the anchor white geocache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that ended up getting picked up, by companies like mountain Smith and Garmin. And we, you know, we were able to form partnerships through them. Kind, and, of,
0: kind of grow the blog more yeah. than that. So, so it kind of initially started. I was sort of like the, the travel planner and kind of the tips and things. But, but Josh was a little bit more into the geocaching adventure side of it. So yep. it was kind of cool because we were able to sort of put the two of those together and come up with something that was a little more unique and different than a lot of the other uh, thousands of travel blogs out there. Right. So it fun.
1: You're in Seattle catching a fish in Seattle that was really yeah. cool in your video that's
2: swimming with manta rays
0: in Hawaii yeah Hawaii. at night that's
1: probably is that where is that one zenengai that w- oh okay
2: Sucatai. and that was another one of the probably coolest geocaching adventures was in sukatai where it's a unesco world heritage site and yes.
1: each
2: people has a geocache at it so it gave you motivation to hey let's see There's how snow. many you know geocaches we can get and yeah. You know, it, it was really cool. And each geocache told you about the temple, of course. And mm-hmm. yeah, that was a, that was a lot. Of, that was a surprise, actually, when we got to Sukhothai. And I looked, I was like, okay, let's see if there's any geocaches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Liz, there's like 40 geocaches in this <laughs> World Heritage City. Yeah.
1: And that's we were going to so go awesome. find all of them. <laughs> right. that's was awesome. Yeah. We, you know, in, in the States, we do it like, well, there's a lamppost cache. So, you know. <laughs> You gotta travel, you gotta get farther out people You gotta go further out And then when you say, I wonder if there's a geocache here Then you can do like Like they did, and you actually find some really cool geocaches But Yeah that's... Um. So I kind of like the way you broke this out So you've got, a, you've got a destination section Tips and advice Plan your trips And with, uh, uh, the, And interests You've got a geocaching you know, Obviously one of the different ones Um yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Relaxing. I like that one.
2: <laughs> we also like to pamper ourselves when we're traveling. Yes. And...
1: <laughs> get a whole section to that. That's awesome.
0: Sometimes we're kind of polar opposites. Like we'll like to do things really, really cheap, like staying in hostels and stuff like that, yeah. to get more for our money. And then other times we just. Want to go get a massage and stay at a really nice hotel. So we kind of have different, you know, yeah. opposing interests there sometimes. So you can find information <laughs> on both of those at the site too.
2: <laughs> I, I worked at a five star spa through college, so I. uh
0: Josh has a soft spot for I like got getting spoiled.
1: Pampered. Yes, <laughs> he likes the pampering. You know, um one thing I want to point out because it's my show and I can point them out uh, is these travel, <laughs> these travel. um things you you've you've done and you've done some really cool ones and one of the ones we uh, even I talked about uh before is um we can find it. Oh uh, why is it
0: I'm not sure why it's not showing up there.
1: That's okay. Well, uh, he the internet.
0: <laughs> the internet. It's my
1: internet. It's my internet problem. But um the US ones you did um was really cool. Um uh, you did for Geo Woodstock last year
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah i think cool. that would uh, would
0: probably be say, uh, yeah
2: if he goes geocaching. probably
1: yeah okay and of course the geocaching one is awesome so i love those photos yeah we we,
2: we have a whole geocaching section on the site to kind of help people you know get introduced into geocaching we would meet so many travelers on the road yes. that we would introduce to geocaching and so we we needed a a page specifically for them <laughs> that we would uh, encounter on the road and things like that to, to, you know, help spice up their adventures and their travels whenever, you know, they were on the road too. So
1: and It was, um, you know, I had on uh, Zach last week, Sodak Zach, and he talked about his trip to Mingo and did a video of it and all that stuff. But um, you just recently, so Mingo kind of began this whole, well, you left Georgia way back, and you went through, and you got Mingo. Yeah. And then you basically, from there, you end up in Asia.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> and then you just came back recently, and going out to Denver, you stopped again in Ming- to, to visit good old Mingo again, right?
0: Yeah, we, we came full circle. We, we, were the, we
2: were the first to visit Mingo in 2017.
0: We were, oh, wow. It, That's awesome. Yeah, we weren't the first to visit it, but that was the first time we went to it.
1: Well, oh, it, we visited
2: January 1st.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So you were like, right. Yeah, oh, the so. first is
0: year. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. You yeah, so, but, first to uh, find in 2017. You know, you found yeah, there you
2: it. Yeah, go. Yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah, you can claim anything right on Mingo. <laughs> right. Uh, no, uh, yeah. And so we, Liz and I, we were just realized like that kind of significant, you mm-hmm. know, beat again because it kind of. Brings it full circle, you know, from the last time we saw it, we were on our way to start this crazy adventure, Mm -hmm. and then we saw it again January 1st, 2017, and it was kind of like to end one chapter, you know, so we kind of ended the Asia chapter of our life, and now we're here in in Denver for a little while, and yeah, uh, yeah, so that was pretty, pretty cool, and you know, there's several caches around Mingo, and we tr- we don't find all of them at once. Mm-hmm. We always try to find one. So there's still some caches around Mingo we haven't found yet. Give us right. something to do next time. Give us something time. to do next time because you always have to <laughs> at least see it. Yeah,
1: because it's a little trek out there, and we talked about it before the show. It's like it's um, it's kind of it can be kind of a lonely trip through Kansas. <laughs> so Mingo and yeah.
2: the Rachel Stovers is about. What a we always stop at
0: the
1: Russell Stover's factory. <laughs> that's awesome. And <laughs> we loaded <it> up <laughs> on chocolate. <laughs> definitely, definitely stop sometime at that one I told you about. It's the Cathedral of the Plains.
0: Yeah, that's we'll crazy. That's a. It's
1: another good stop on the way out there. But something yeah. I forgot I wanted to talk about because um, I mentioned it and then it reminded me because going out to the blog was the journey to base camp. Can let's talk a mi- for a minute or two about going to, I mean, you talk about trekking up, you know, K- K2 or some of those crazy mountains, Josh, what, what, what got into you to do this?
2: <laughs> well, you know, honestly, this was, we had talked about going to Tibet and visiting Tibet because Tibet's not easy to go and see and not everyone can go. Um, is, it,
1: is it hard to get in? Uh, yeah, from, it's hard.
2: Okay. It's definitely hard to get in. It's if we would have gone a week before, we uh-huh. wouldn't have been to go because they oh, shut wow. the borders and if we would have gone two weeks yeah. after we wouldn't have been able to go either yeah so just, we we were yeah. lucky that we got a full yeah, um it's eight days kind tibet. of a
0: combination of things so it's the process there's a lot you have to do um to go and but then it's also sort of timing because they can close the border for different things so you have okay. to time it just right too
2: but yeah the, uh, this cash was a big motivation to go to <laughs> tibet so <Yeah. laughs>
0: you wanted to get i, really
2: I was not mm-hmm everest base camp without finding this geocache i promise you that and so it was very it was it was just something that's always been on my radar and i've always looked at it and i've always looked at those cool adventure caches you know and i much rather spend a month finding one cache if it's going to be like this one you know um
1: you're speaking you're speaking memphis mafias language right here because yeah (laughs) this is this is right up his alley so yeah
0: I think both of us had always wanted to go to Mount Everest, and that was something that was on our list the moment that we left on this journey. Um, from As far as like arranging it, we had some logistical issues, um, the, the route we were going to take through Tibet and into Nepal is actually all still blocked off because of the earthquake that happened a couple years yes, ago. Yes, I remember that. So yes. the, the roads are still blocked. You can't get to it that way. You have to fly in. So there was some other stuff we were juggling. And, um, and then as it turned out, once we did a little bit more research, cause Josh knew there was a cache up there. Right. Um, and as we did more research, we actually found out that this cache is actually on the Tibet side. It's oh. on it's not on the Nepal side. So it's a very different experience to get to this one. And for a lot of people who are maybe not so athletically um, inclined to do the hike up the Nepal side.
2: Well, it's like a 12 day hike, it could be. Yeah, it's a like very that.
0: long trek on the Nepal side to get oh, okay. up Everest. But on the Tibet side, it's much easier because it's high plains okay. and um, it's actually accessible oh, okay. by people.
2: <laughs> yeah well we can walk also but yeah you know, was, yeah we we got to so this cache was in between uh, base camp and the the point to to see I, I guess you'd e- yeah Everest. I mean this
0: was like yeah right there at the base camp area so
2: there's uh there's probably like a good i guess in English like a mile and a half walk you could walk yeah. mm-hmm. something like that or uh from camp where people were like tents and camping to the actual viewing point of Mount Everest mm-hmm. and all the prayer flags. Yeah. And, and where know, basically 5, where they block meter. it
0: off, you, you can't go any further without yeah. a permit. So oh, okay.
2: uh, it's, it's cash, which was a really nice cash. I was super surprised about. It's in um, good condition. It was a really good condition and it was uh, mm-hmm. on the way there. And so I had told my group, uh, we, we had gone with, uh, I guess about nine other people
0: yeah yeah like because the only way you can travel to tibet is by an organized tour with a guide okay. uh, that's the only way foreigners are allowed in so we went with a very small group tour and we kind of wrote about it to give people some advice but it was a small tour group we had about eight or nine people um and we just had a blast with those guys but we told them the whole time we said when we get to everest we have to go get this thing called a geocache. Yeah. So they were all obsessed
2: with this <coughs> as so well. They, they were all about helping Yeah. You know, find this cache. And so we decided to walk instead of ride the bus uh, so we go find the cache. There and I know. had my garment, and I was just, hey, there it is. Here you are. <laughs> <laughs> I look at my, huh? mountain man.
1: That's awesome. You the that. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I told Liz, I was like, I'm not shaving until I get to Everest, and I shaved it all the next day. The
0: next day. <laughs> I can't grow
2: Facial, anyway. But anyway, so um, I they let us go walk to go find this geocache, and thank goodness they did. And I was thank goodness our Garmin didn't let us down because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really I'm like I'm gonna be really bummed if we come out here, oh, yeah, and can't Satellites find this thing or
0: whatever. Yeah, and it was all be. it was
2: very foggy, and so it was a little bit off. But luckily, uh, we found it, and it was in great condition, and yeah. it was a really cool cache, yeah. and. One of the highest in the world, and it was just—I yeah. I, I, as soon as I found it, I jumped on the biggest, closest rock I could, and I started dancing like this guy.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I started dancing, and I was like,
0: "Yeah, he was very excited. Mm-hmm. top of the world." We were you know? there in oh when were we were there, May.
2: There, there's a close up of
1: it. Yeah, like the top of Mount Everest, eight thousand meters is unbelievable. Uh-huh. When you know, base and camp though, it's those...
2: literally right in front of you, yeah. and it doesn't look like it looks like the Rocky mountain, you know, <laughs> but, but you're was, already so high up. We,
0: I mean, we were already at, we slept, it was over 17,000 feet.
1: Yeah. Um, I was going
0: uh, to where we slept overnight up there. Um, so of course there's some uh, concerns, you know, on the way up and stuff with altitude sickness and we were yes. taking pills before we went. So it was a, we had to prepare for this. You know, we, we were taking pills and doing different things and, and, monitoring our bodies and they had the, you know, the tours know how to do it where you can sort of acclimatize, you know, to the different elevations slowly once you get up there. Right. But I'll tell you what, nobody slept that night because wow. it was really kind of hard to sleep at that altitude. And it was right. really, it was cold. The place we were staying was um, it was uh, it was a hotel technically, but it was more like a little kind of, shack of a place in a village. It had yak dung on the walls, uh, you know, to kind of like seal it. The right. only place that had heat was the common room. So we would go into the common room at night and they had a big stove to burn wood, but they don't have wood up there. All they have is dried yak dung. Right. So they, they would be breaking the yak dung, putting it in there. And so it was kind of had this certain smell to it. But I'll never forget just staying in the common room with everyone um, right. and smelling that, that yak dung and drinking tea. <laughs> And knowing that Mount Everest was like right just there. a couple miles away—not even like a mile away—it um, was really cool. But it was hard to, to to breathe a little bit, and your head started to feel a little weird for sure.
1: Well, yeah, seventeen thousand feet, yeah, <laughs> but it was it was worth it. Very <laughs> it was worth it. it. You know, and that's uh, you know as we start to get toward the end of this, you know, it's something that um, I've always point out. I, lo- I love that you guys point out uh especially you read through the blog and read read a lot of these different uh entries but this idea of adventure geocaching or just being on you know we are how to put this you we you have opportunity to have adventure you could be you know getting out in a local park if you people you know, of course when we're talking to geocachers so that's not really uh, but uh i guess the uh, another point would be to encourage others that don't do a lot of times not with you know we're encouraging everyone to do sort of what you guys did but also for us that may not be able to get to go to the the roof of the world but you know something that uh we would all agree on and that is we need to draw people out of sitting on their couch playing a video game and getting out you know into you know into the woods i mean get out and and um do some, you know, you don't have to travel a long way, but do some travel. Yeah, yeah.
0: you can make every day an adventure. I think that's <laughs> um, one of the things that we used to do a lot in Georgia was just yeah. taking those day adventures. When,
2: and when and we they, lived in Georgia, we would always uh, go to the state park that we haven't been to and did the state right. park tour, yeah. and that again kicked up this adventure geocache. We would drive four hours for one cache, <laughs> you know, sure. like. But and an
0: adventure can be anything. Yeah, you know? it doesn't have to be going to Everest. It could be just doing something new and different, and I think that's exciting. Just doing anything that's different, yes. really, can be an adventure.
1: Well, and and of course, on the other side of that is that you know, doing something like that is achievable. Isn't something you you know, it's you know, you guys did it. I mean, uh, although y'all are you know pretty We're just amazing, but people.
2: <laughs> We we, we <laughs> rolled the dice.
1: Couple for Georgia, they did it.
0: Okay. Ask my parents. We're normal.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um. So, um, what are what are some of your or have you? I know you've been. You know, you're starting to kind of settle in a little bit. But mm-hmm. what um, what are some of your plans and goals? Plans, goals, or have y'all kind of thought about? some things you'd like to do this year, you know, geocaching wise, is there some things you'd like to try to work on or, or go do?
2: Well, there's, there's a, there's several things. I mean, we, we still have our peanuts and pretzels blog that we're definitely, uh, now that we kind of have time to write and we have a, you know, fortunate to have a little bit of a staff of writers to help us too as well.
0: Yeah, we've, so. got, we've got a lot going on with Peanuts and It's From the caching aspect, we're really looking forward to catching up on these posts and talking about yeah. some of the cool caches. Yes. We um, and,
1: and you're in a whole and, new part of the world, so, part of the country, so... Yeah, yeah, and
0: exploring the local area here in yeah, Denver. Yeah, and there, there's
2: a couple cool geo tours around here. And, yep. you know, thank goodness everywhere there's a Geo Woodstock, there's an influx of cool caches. So, there's a lot of cool caches here in the Denver area and outside cool. as well. So,
0: um, we've also talked about, um, you know, going down to. Santa Fe area, mm-hmm. New Mexico, and maybe even over to Arizona because there's some really cool tours. And We really like geo tours, so we'll probably check out some of those this summer, is what we're thinking, because yes. we haven't gotten the chance to drive the car to those areas in the past because um, we weren't living so close. I haven't had a
2: road trip. I mean, if you <laughs> think about it, Gary, we haven't driven in like three years.
1: I know. <laughs> you know like, and, and you're not even driving right now. You're just know, right? yeah. We I don't, don't even
2: our cars it's in, in Idaho. Car
1: right now it's okay. in Idaho.
2: Um. Yeah, that was so one awesome. thing. That was the culture shock. Was I'm in the car and I'm like eating and driving, and this yeah. is American.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah driving through to go and getting to go food and going. Wow, yeah. this is really strange. Now, again.
2: This part of the country where we're at, there's a lot of cool. Oh, events yeah. and I'm from Georgia, so I'm you know this is new, a little bit new for me out yeah. this way west, and so there's a lot of cool stuff. There's. Grand Canyon, see, you know, we oh, yeah. we also have our National Parks Passport.
1: Oh, very cool, yeah. yes.
2: We love collecting stamps in our yeah. National Parks Passport. So um, National Parks will be in our near future as well.
0: Yeah, um, we're really looking forward to to exploring this part of the states this year, I think. And like you said, going to the National Parks and stuff. Um, aside from that, um, we haven't talked – we've thrown a few ideas around for this next year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're still sort of trying to, to – catch up on all this crazy travel we've had because when we came back to the States for the holidays and then we decided to get a place here in Denver we actually got called and had to go back to China for most of January for work and stuff so we ended up just coming back to Denver again a couple weeks ago so we're really just starting to unpack now and (laughs) try to figure out what it is we're going to be doing the next year but, like I said, it's going to be a lot for the blog. It's going to be a lot of catching up on some of these awesome stories and putting together some tips and, and, and things. And
2: building it. And building definitely. some new
0: stuff that we have some ideas for. Right. Um, and, and we do want to get to,
2: making a community, bringing in. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah. yeah. We,
2: have,
0: we have a lot of stuff we're working on. But as far as traveling outside the States maybe this year, I don't know.
1: Maybe
2: Mexico sure is nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A little chilly here. So definitely <laughs>
1: the beaches in Mexico sound really nice right it's about now. About right now, yeah, with the temperature the it is up there. Yeah.
2: That's and- one that's one lifestyle that we wanted when we left is that we wanted to be free and we wanted to have the freedom of travel and being uh you know, that we're digital marketers and have clients and we have ourselves as well, um, gives us that freedom. So yeah, if we yeah. want to go to so Mexico we- for three weeks
0: Let's go. Yeah. So we can kind of
2: run businesses and stuff from the road and
1: whatnot. So who knows? Really? And one of the things that I want to point out to people who maybe are not as familiar with the blog or whatever is you have an excellent, we have several, I love them all. I really do. But you have an excellent article about traveling um, cheaply Mm -hmm. that I think some people don't, think about a lot of times you they think, Oh gosh, you Europe. Oh well, yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let me let me let me let me let me save up five thousand or so and see if I can, you know, get a ticket. You know, it's it's yeah. not it's, Yeah it's, it's yeah. not like that. You really don't have to do that. You can do some planning. It's
0: it's doable. There's a lot of travel hacks. And, you know, we've we've written about this before in the past, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't have to be rich to travel. There are ways to save. Um, even if you don't get a lot of time off work, there are some different things you can do to try to, you know, maximize the time that you do have for an adventure. Um, but, you know, really we're wanting this in 2017, 16. What year is it? 17. Um, God, I don't even know.
1: 2017. So, <laughs> <laughs> can't this, go back. This year. <laughs> yeah.
0: I really don't know where I am. Half the time, that's
1: anymore. okay. You're doing great, Liz. But we
0: are—we're really planning to, to beef up a lot of the sections of the blog. So Josh mentioned a moment ago that um, we're gonna start. We're gonna have a team of writers working with us too. Um, we've had some some people that kind of want to be a part of it and help contribute their ideas too. And we feel like that'd be great because you know there's only two of us, and it takes a lot of time sometimes to put this together. But we have so many. Great pieces of information on, like they call it travel hacking, like things that you can do to, you know, get more for your money and things like that. And there's so much that we want to be able to share so that other people can be able to have these opportunities to explore and and and, and do this stuff as well. So we're gonna be focusing a lot this year on putting more of that together for everyone, um, and, for including everyone, yeah. yeah, including <laughs> the geocaching part of it. It's a huge part of it, um, but also just the travel, the travel info and tips. It's so useful. Um, it's kind of hard to put, you know, 30 plus whatever years of experience into like only the last few years that we've had the blog, you know, it's kind of hard to get it all out there. So
1: yeah.
2: Well, well, so <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's uh, always look look forward to, to you know, when y'all put things out uh, and um, it's, it's inspiring. You guys are very inspiring for the rest of us who even though I you know we, Susan and I travel, uh, you know, uh when we can, we just got back from from a from a trip, but um it's always great to to, to catch up with you guys and and, and hear these stories I and mean, we could go all night, but we're going to we're going to wrap it up. So, uh anything final item you want to mention or just uh stay tuned and and keep an eye on the blog and yeah keep an eye on the
2: blog liz just finished an amazing um disney book a guide for adults
0: a guide for adults yeah Yeah. so So, uh
1: uh, ebook it's available
2: right
0: ebook so we're really excited about that um
2: with all her years of disney experience and (laughs) she used to train at disney and her family builds roller coasters at disney like
0: we're kind of we're, a Disney fans. Yeah, it's Geocache and
2: Disney. Yeah, it, it we're there. I have my Monsters U hat on actually.
0: Go,
1: yeah, Monster University yeah. right there.
0: <laughs> it's funny. My parents just retired. They're actually down at, in Florida right now. They took seasonal jobs at Disney so they could work at oh. Disney they That's love it. Awesome. So, they've been there for the last few months doing that, but we love Disney as adults and so we put together this this ebook to kind of help give people some advice and ideas how to make an awesome Disney trip just for adults. But um we have a few others that are coming out later this year about right. Um, specifically how to plan a trip, kind of going through the whole process of trip planning and helping you to save and set goals and stuff like that. Oh, uh, and then even some uh, geocaching travel books too, we're thinking about. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So again, and, a lot of
2: tours and stuff, you know, yeah. we're always open to work with uh, commu- uh communities and stuff like that. So uh, tourism boards, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we'll we'll yeah, kind of excited for 2017 and see yeah, where it goes. Yeah, keep
0: your eyes on the bloggers a lot a lot of stuff coming coming soon. So,
1: um, well, guys, of uh, it it goes so fast, and and uh, yeah. we we'll definitely uh, we're we'll keeping touch. You know, we'll we'll stay in touch with each other, and we'll uh, we'll definitely um, figure a time later in the year, maybe have you guys back and hear more about now that you've kind of settled in a little bit and how how you're feeling about all that. But uh, again, just, thank you so much for being on tonight. Of course.
0: Yeah. Thank you, yeah. So thank for, having you. Thank you
2: for having us. And we're yeah. excited to be back in the States. We can get geo Woodstock mm-hmm. and going and cashing. Now, now, now we kind of get to be more involved in mega events and stuff. So yeah, we're,
0: we were sad being so far away for so long, you know, <laughs> yes. so part of it again.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, you know, we'll uh, keep our schedules and try to get our schedules to meet up so we can, we can meet yeah. up and, and uh, enjoy uh, a little time together. So Um, definitely. Um, So coming soon. So next week, show number 37. I can't tell you about, uh, because we're going to be making, I'm going to be making a big announcement, uh, that day. And so, um, definitely nobody, nobody needs to miss this show because this is like, a big announcements. The biggest announcement Geocache Talk has had so far uh, will be next Sunday. Uh, Sunday after that I'll have on uh, Garrick and Frankie Peters. Um, they are the uh, this year's coordinators for the Texas Mega uh, on uh, February 26th. They're, we're going to have them on um, March 5th. We'll be having on uh, one another Treasure actor uh, Rebecca Blair who's in the movie Treasure. It's a geocaching movie and um she's going to be on the show and then on March 12th I'm going to have on Geo Paul uh yeah, from the UK you guys from yeah yeah we're we're back. across the pond yeah <laughs> we are so we love uh i, I you know, it's like you guys I've I've watched Geo Paul for 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 quite a while but uh, he's excited to come on the show I try to keep the international flavor you know going so we're going to have Geo Paul on um to um about uh, his vlog and, and just living in the UK and uh, hearing about, always love to hear from different people in different parts of the world. And it was always fun from you guys, because, you know, hearing about the different uh, different stories. So I really appreciate you guys, you know, mentioning all those different places in Asia that just uh, sounds so exciting. So, yeah, uh, thank yeah. you for having me. It was um, a lot of fun to reminisce. Always fun to read. Yeah, and go through your geocaching finds oh wait that's a good one let's talk about that and we just had to oh, kind of yeah. we had to stop we have so many that we could talk about but <laughs> um so anyway so uh so uh folks uh email me your comments geocache at gmail.com uh don't forget to fol- follow us on twitter follow Pe- peanuts or pretzels as well so on on twitter uh mine is at geocache talk and facebook facebook.com slash geocache talk Uh, This show can be found on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as on the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click the subscribe button below so that you can get uh, an update as to when the show uh, comes on. It's always a good reminder, but also you can uh, get you a way to see and hear uh, the show on a weekly basis. And so until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Do what Peanuts or Pretzels does. Josh and Liz... Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And be adventurous and go geocaching. So, good night, everybody.
0: <laughs> bye. bye
2: Everybody, follow me.